now it's time for the only show that doesn't care about ratings, Witness Radio, with your host, Ryan Muniak. Welcome to the only show that doesn't care about ratings. Why? Because our sole purpose is to save souls. On purpose. Go to witnesstalkradio.org for more episodes and syndication options. Today, I have a very special guest. Well, let me rephrase that. I have very special guests, plural, because this one man speaks in over 100 voices. I have with me today, Ben Price. Hey, Roy. Welcome, Ben. Thank you for being on the show. How, how are you today? I'm, I'm great. Thank you, mate. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually enjoying being up. I'm, I'm over in the U.S. at the moment, so I'm enjoying the nice weather because down in Melbourne, where I live in Australia, it's very cold at the moment. Not not snowing, but it's just uh, it's lovely being here. So, pleasure to talk, mate. Thank you. So, Ben, for those of us who don't know anything about you and have never heard of you up until this interview, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, all about Ben Price. Well, you know, I um, where do I start? I was born at a very young age. Um, <laughs> I'm uh, a comedian from what you mentioned there. I've got a hundred personalities and um, not seeing anyone for it, but uh, it's, it's fun. I'm putting it to good use and I, I do a lot of comedy and um, I, you know, in very clean comedy, which is uh, an oxymoron really, isn't it? To be clean and, you know, comedy and to, to be a Christian, it's, um, it's strange, but it's, uh, it, it's the God given talent that I've got. And uh, so I'm, I love doing what I do. I love being able to use it and also glorify the Lord. And um, I've got my, oh, I've got two of my kids have come over here on this trip with me and my wife. Um, and I've got one back home with her grandma. So I've got two girls and uh, one boy and, and a beautiful wife. So uh, that's that's a small snapshot into a little bit of the life of Ben Price and my hundreds of personalities. <laughs> There's literally hundreds of different characters I do and accents. So it's, I never know who I am, to be honest. Wow. Okay. So now you were born and raised in Australia. Now, yeah. is the tension between Australia and New Zealand really <laughs> as, as big as Ray Comfort makes it out to be? <laughs> it, it probably is. I, I think what's funny is that um, we do all these uh, Kiwi jokes in Australia um and when we go actually when i was over there they do all the same ones they're exactly the same jokes about us but i feel like um because they're much smaller if you look at the map um it's like a little island almost um that would be very insulting to them but it's they're so small in comparison um it doesn't bother australians as much as it bothers them (laughs) but uh, no I i love new zealanders where we get along very well especially when uh when i come over to the US and I meet Ray, it's like, oh, it doesn't matter about the uh, the rugby or the cricket or, or those things that we normally, you know, would have um, the differences with. It's like, yeah, no, nah, you're from down under. We're all the same. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all fun. It's all good fun, the, uh, the rivalry between uh, Aussie and uh, Kiwis. You are a Christian, but yeah. you're, you're more than just, you know, the typical celebrity that says I'm a Christian. I, yeah. You know, I checked out your Facebook page. I've actually seen you witnessing, evangelizing on your Facebook page to some <laughs> of your followers. And that yeah. blew me away because typically when I hear 
celebrity that says they're a Christian, I take it with yeah. a grain of salt. Yeah, well, that's it. Um, exactly. I know what you're saying where it can just, and I, I used to be like that. I used to be where I was, um, I think just, I'd become lukewarm. I'd grown up a Christian all my life, but I'd gotten fairly complacent. And I remember five years ago, I actually went just to, you know, tell you the quick story. I, I went through a period of having severe anxiety and it, it was horrible time. It was just, um, it, there was no relief from that. And I actually I remember the Psalm 4 came to my mind at the time where it says, um, answer me when I call to you, oh, my righteous God, give me relief from my distress, be merciful. And I thought, that's exactly what I'm going through. But it was more than just that God was going to heal me through that. It was a wake-up call. I needed to get real. Um, like like one of my impressions, Dr. Phil saying, get real. I needed to do that. And um, so that, that was a turning point in my life. And I remember saying to God, well, you know, for a long time I've been praying that God will help my career, but I thought, no, God, you're you're Lord of everything in my life, and I need to um, hand you over everything and give you the steering wheel to my life. And so, if God wants it to go in this direction or not at all, that's that's entirely up to Him. Um, and I just rested in that that you know I don't have to strive in that sense for you know where I'm going to go. God's going to lead my path, and and it was such a relief and. And then I remember thinking, well, you know, any glory that I get, I'll just, you know, give it all back to God. So it's funny when you when you humble yourself, you're exalted, as as the Bible says. And I, and it's also um, just really in the last few years sparked my passion for evangelism. And so I, I used to care a lot what people would think, and it drove me crazy thinking, well, you're trying to um, not hide it so much, but trying to make it look like you're um, a cool Christian or something, but I thought, yeah, I just, you know, who cares? <laughs> I, I want to shout it to the world. I used to cover my my light under a bowl, you know, as per Matthew 5.15, but, you know, it's rather put it on a lampstand, let the whole household see. And that, and that's, for me, it's like rather than shining my light in someone's face, I just, I'm happy to shine my light, let people see. And if God uses it, um, on a platform where many people can see I'm happy to. And, you know, it is a great way to use the gospel with social media. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm always happy to share the gospel. Amen. I was, I was so glad to, to see you actually living your Christian walk, uh, on your Facebook page. It, it really just blew me away to see a, a, a solid Christian, that happens to be a celebrity. So <laughs> praise, praise God for that. Oh, now, thanks, man. That's, uh, that, that's very encouraging to hear, actually. Oh, yeah. Praise God. Sometimes it feels like, uh, you know, when, you, when you're saying some of those things, you, you don't gather as much support as when you're saying the funny stuff. So <laughs> it's good to hear. Thank you. Amen. You had mentioned that you pretty much had been a Christian all your life. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about your your testimony, how, how you were saved, when you were saved, stuff like that. I don't, you know, a lot of people talk about the, the date that they got saved. And for me, it was like, I, I don't really recall uh, a date as such because I grew up, you know, being a Christian and um, through my, my mom, who's, who still is a Christian. And uh, it was just a part of who I am. I just grew up with that childlike faith, you know, train a child up in the way they should go. They won't depart from it. And 
and and even as a young, I think I was about six or seven. I used to, um, well, I, I didn't know the the gospel as I do now, but I just I knew the fundamentals that there was heaven and hell, and I used to just uh, go. I said, well, we've got to tell people about it, and I didn't even know what the Great Commission was at that age. I said, well, let's tell people. And I used to go down and tell kids in the neighbourhood. You, you guys have got to come to church. And, and I didn't know how to share the gospel at the time. Um, but I just, you know, would tell all my friends, you, you've got to, that's all I'd say, you've got to believe in Jesus. And um, But I, I think the older I got, the that's when, you know, you, you might get some rejection from people saying, no, I'm not interested. And then the older I got, the more I got more into my comedy career. I, yeah, I still was a Christian. I've never stopped um, following the Lord or ever stops I, I haven't really stopped going to church or anything like that but i just became very as i said before lukewarm and just relaxed in my faith and uh so my evangelism dropped off and i, I find that you know when you're really the, the closer you are to the lord you you know out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks you can't help but speak what you know amen so yeah and it wasn't until uh as, as i said before you know five years ago that was for me, a wake-up call. I had severe anxiety, and I, I went through that time. And um, since then, it, I, I even look back at that period of time, and I think, boy, I have grown so much. And and especially, I think you see uh, when you when you look back at old footage, uh, and that's the thing about being a performer. You videotape, or you, I've got DVDs that I used to sell. I look back and I think, oh man, I. I don't want to sell those things anymore because I've, you know, God sanctified me so much more and, um, and it's painful, you know, to go through that process, but it's like you get more of Christ as a result. So, you know, it's, it's a win-win really, to be honest. So I, even a few years ago, I remember we, we had, uh, so I've got three kids and my, my little girl who three and a half years ago when she was born, I, I took about a month or a month and a half off work. Uh, just to relax, and I thought, oh, while she was having a sleep, so I thought, oh, this would be a great time to learn all these new voices that I wanted to learn, and uh, I remember actually thinking, oh, watch a lot of TV during this time, but I really, at the same time, felt like, you know, I actually want to just turn the TV off and just spend time reading the Bible or listening to sermons, and I thought, that doesn't make sense, but yet that time I grew so much, and I'm so thankful for it. I think, boy, I don't, you know, I didn't need that. And, and it was such a, yeah, such a great time to uh, to learn from the Word. Amen. So now, is it challenging to be a celebrity as, as a Christian or, or, you know, getting on TV and films? Is it hard to be a Christian and be in the celebrity lifestyle? I, I think it really is. I think... Um, there's certain things I do, and there's there's a lot of things I, in fact, some things I would probably four or five years ago have said yes to, that I think were not that bad. I look back now and go, no, I can't now that, and and not out of legalism where I go, well, no, I'm not allowed to do that. It's like I just, it's like I'm a new creature in Christ. I can't stomach those things that I once would partake in, and so. Definitely, there's a lot, a lot of things that I um, would, would say no to, but then 
there there are certain times where it, it it's given a platform and uh, yeah I think it's it's great I, I'm involved in a kids show in Australia called Kids WB um, and it, it's a very clean show very clean comedy uh, you know I get to uh, do kids comedy on there actually a lot of adults watch it as well so that that's cool so there's no um, expectation to to swear or anything like that uh, which is great and uh, yeah. Uh, even that can be challenging because they'll they'll say, "Oh, do you want to be in this show?" And I'm like, "Oh no, I can't do that." And so I let them know. It's like, um, you know, I think I'm like I try to be like Daniel when he went into the King's Palace. He purposed in his heart that he would not eat of certain foods. So it's like, yeah, I've kind of made that decision that I won't, you know, drop the standard. So mm-hmm. uh, if it means saying no, you know, I, I get a buzz out of that because it means, well, you know. I'd, I'd rather be true to my convictions than than do something just for money and know that oh I shouldn't have done that you know right no I understand completely with that let me ask this when someone offers for you to do a comedy show that yeah. say you've got you know other comedians that you know they're not clean yeah and you know they swear a lot they do a lot of uh, dirty jokes or bad jokes are you do you turn away from those gigs because you don't want to be associated with them or do you still do those gigs in the hopes that you'll reach some people with the gospel yeah i think um there's certain ones i have to really pray about because uh i think i have been in the past it's been a while since i've been in in that environment where i've uh, been around that, but I try to stick to comedy shows where it's it's all fairly clean. Because if I'm bringing people along, I want I don't want them to see the other performers. But if I have been part of a show where there's other comedians, I may not know what they're saying or doing, and and yet it's really amazing. You don't necessarily have to. Um, <laughs> it's not about me telling them I'm a Christian. It just stands out so much from the other stuff being so dark and uh it's such a light and um it's often good because you you know you can't necessarily preach the gospel at a comedy club or a a, if i'm doing a corporate event but certainly afterwards i get people saying you know you're very clean and and there's a opportunity to share the gospel so um so that's been really cool to be in those places where they, they wouldn't necessarily get be around people who preach the gospel or pastors or evangelists, but, you know, it's, it's been good to go into some places. Um, there, there are some places where I've, I will see and I'll go, oh, no, I just, I, I, I don't feel right about going in here and I've turned down many gigs because of that. But there, there's been times where, yeah, it's been, it's been great where God's used me to uh, uh, share my testimony or the gospel um, which which is fantastic. Praise God. We are talking with Ben Price from Ben Price Comedy. We will hear more from Ben and some of his colorful characters right after the break. You're listening to Witness Radio. Mm-hmm. 
Imagine Jesus walking onto your local college campus. What would he say? Would he be like Matthew chapter 9, seeing the people harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd? And say, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. At Christian Collegiate Network, we are sending workers into the harvest. We are training students how to proclaim the glorious gospel, not only in the way that they live their lives, but how to speak to the campus community about the gospel. If you want to support our ministry at Christian Collegiate Network by becoming a campus leader or financially, go to changeyourcampus.com. Christian Collegiate Network, changeyourcampus.com. Welcome back to Witness Radio. Today we're talking with Ben Price from Ben Price Comedy. And Ben is an outspoken Christian. Seriously. He's really a a Christian and a celebrity. Ben, thank you again for being on the show. Thank you. Let's start sharing some of your impersonations. Yeah. First off, let me ask, what are some of your famous impersonations that, that you have? Definitely the most popular is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is absolutely probably the biggest one. I mean, literally, he's the biggest one because his guns they're huge, and uh, his forearms they're so big they're like eight arms. They're massive because of all the bodybuilding that they do. So he's <laughs> he's a big one that I do. And uh, another one is Homer Simpson. He's a very popular one. Whoa, donuts is there anything they can't do? Um, so and let me let me stop you right there. Ben, you, you brought up Homer Simpson. Now, yep. I don't watch The Simpsons anymore because it's just gotten horrible. But one yeah. thing that I do remember from The Simpsons is the Australia episode. And I have to ask oh, you. I, I vaguely recall that one. I have to ask, does the toilet water flush in the opposite direction in <laughs> Australia as it does the States? I think it does. I don't, I don't pay too much attention to that, but... I, I'm pretty sure it does. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I, I Out of all the things, I thought you were going to ask if the um, the Simpsons did a good Australian voice, and I don't think they did. Um, but, yeah, I think it does flush the other way. I'm going to have to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's funny you say that too because I, I don't watch the um, Simpsons for that reason either. And um, I, I used to watch it because it's been around for so long, and I, I had the voice a long time ago. Mm. And uh, so it, it's a fun voice to do. But, I, yeah, I, it's really weird because I used to watch so much television and um, so many movies. So I still people still know their voices. But it's, it's these days I, I think the only time I watch television these days is from watching sports occasionally and then uh, watching sermons online. So, so I'm actually good at doing a few preachers as well. <laughs> okay, wonderful. I mean, doing Ray Comfort's voice is fun. Oh, you, you got to give us some Ray Comfort. Well, I like to do um, Ray Comfort maybe doing the I, – I did a Ray Comfort uh, thing doing the good person test with Barack Obama. <laughs> so, so I was like, hey, uh, Barack, let me ask you a couple of questions. How many lies have you told in your life? Do you think you're a good person? He's like, uh, let me be clear. Uh, am I a good person? Uh, well, uh, my popular – my Ratings popularity says uh, that I'm a good person. And uh, I, I thought uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger doing the good person test would be fun. If you're like, how, how many lies have you told uh, Arnie? You'd be like, yeah, but it doesn't matter because they were all true lies. Come on. Don't be ridiculous, Ray. Come on. <laughs> Ray's a fun one to do. Um, so do a little bit of uh, 
I, I like to do a bit of easy from the comfort zone. Welcome back to the comfort zone with easy. And uh, he's got a very high pitched voice. I like that. Right. I just need to learn how to rap. And uh, and I don't know if you've um, ever interviewed Todd, Todd Friel, but he's he's a fun one to do because he kind of sounds like a cartoon character himself <laughs> with his um, voice like this. Wretched Radio. My name is Todd Friel. Uh, wretched, like the song says, that kind of voice, right? Something like that. <laughs> he's got a crazy, he's a great voice. He's like that every time you meet him. Just, yeah, it's just, I think, is he putting it on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very... I, know, I know you interviewed Paul Washer. I did I did a little bit of his voice as well. Because I, I, I think he's a great, I love his messages. And uh, I wouldn't want to disrespect him too much at all. But uh, I, I thought, I wonder if he has the same passion when he preaches when he's reading not just from the bible but reading like a bedtime story to his children whether he's like the three little pigs and one had a house made of straw it was like chaff that the wind blew away it's just true <laughs> so now what are some other uh celebrity voices or, or or popular voices that you do that that people who aren't in the christian world might know one of the popular ones is Owen Wilson, which, uh, yeah, people love hearing Owen Wilson. Yeah, I love Owen Wilson because he's talking about, you know, they say we only use 10% of our brains. I think we only use 10% of our hearts. Wow. Yeah. Just wow all the time. I love that. He could, The guy could do Shakespeare and be like, is that a dagger I see before me? Wow. Yeah. It's neat. <laughs> wow. And um, Dr. Phil... Oh, he's another Texan. I did a little bit of his voice before, but I like Dr. Phil. What were you thinking? Are you crazy? Crazier than a run over dog. And I love how he, um, all these Texan sayings, you're familiar with all the Texan sayings he uses, like, uh, we're, we're talking to this guy. He's so ugly, even the tide wouldn't take him out. You know what I'm saying? Get real. <laughs> More confused than a cow on AstroTurf. Um, I don't know if you know, Bear Grylls is a very popular one. Bear Grylls from Man vs. Wild, and we're surviving out in the jungles of Sumatra. And when you're out here, you need loads of food for survival, vitamins and protein, and I always carry them packed in a can of alphabet soup. And you don't want to drop it on the ground, or it could spell disaster. <laughs> Everything's crazy like that. A man is beaten every 90 minutes out here. The poor man, he must be in a lot of pain. <laughs> so, Russell Crowe is another good fun one. I, I did a fair bit of Russell Crowe with uh, Ray Comfort because he's a, he's actually a Kiwi, but because uh, he lives in Australia and he did well, we call him an Aussie. So, <laughs> but he was the uh, one that chucked the phone at uh, at the concierge. So uh, he, he's a great one. Maximus Decimus Meridius, dangerous asbestos from Gladiator. I can't remember who I do. There's, there's, there's quite a lot. There. <laughs> People can go to your website to find all all the different voices that you do, though? Oh, yeah, there's, there's a list on the website. Yeah, actually, um, yeah, there's a lot of kids' voices I do, too, like um, like Shrek and Donkey. Like, so my, my kids love me doing Shrek and, and Donkey, so it's like, all right, we're driving the car far, far away. Okay, Donkey is like, oh, man, I can't believe in the code. You have to stay in my life. <laughs> oh, man, I can't. Are we there yet, Trick? Come on, Trick. <laughs> There's probably a hundred on my list or more. I'm not sure. But I, I do that one for my, my little girl every 
uh, night when I'm tucking her in a speak like the donkey. She loves it. She gets so excited. I give her a kiss good night. She's read her bedtime story. Um, she's 17. She loves it. <laughs> I'm kidding. She's only seven. <laughs> That's funny. So the website, where where is the website? What's the web address for people yeah, to go it, to? It's there at spendpricecomedy.com. Uh, now, on that website, I noticed that you've got a lot of videos from Australia's Got Talent. Tell yep. us a little bit about your time with Australia's Got Talent. Yeah, sure. Well, that was in 2011. And, uh, you know, when I was talking before about my testimony, it was when I went through a time of God really um, awakening me to, you know, not be lukewarm and realize that um, even though I may not have felt like I had a lot of sin in my life, and felt like I was even a good Christian, I realized that there was that focus where I made my career like a God almost in that uh, I had that idolatry that I had to repent of and, you know, get right with. But at that time, that that's when Australia's Got Talent happened, um, that I wasn't seeking that opportunity and they approached me to come on the show and I thought, boy, I didn't pursue this. And I thought, God, if I go on here, I, I just want to, use it to glorify you. If not, I'm, I'm okay, whatever happens. So it, it was a really cool time for that to happen. But yeah, I, I ended up making the top eight. And so it was part of the grand final and used it to uh, really just, you know, let people know that to thank God, to thank him for getting me there. And it, it was a simple thing, but people, people really knew that I was a Christian and um, also got to, share my faith and witness with a lot of contestants backstage and even, even the producer and a few people. So it, it was cool and, and pray with a few people. So I think, uh, I think it was great, but it, it was, it was a good time because I got to, uh, it, it being part of something like that, it really makes you work and come up with your best stuff because you really want to make sure that you're, uh, yeah, when you're in the whole nation sees you perform, you, you're going to, do something incredible. So it, it was great. Amen. So what about upcoming events? I, I know we have the audacity yeah. premiere going on today. Uh, I believe yeah. tonight at 7 PM we have audacity. So yes. what else is going on? Any, anything else going on this week? Yes. Yeah, so that that's on at uh, Chino Hills Calvary Chapel. And uh, there's something on tomorrow. So the Thursday the 20th and um, you know what uh actually i've, I've got to say if you go to my website menpricecomedy.com or even livingwaters.com uh there'll be some details there or contact them okay good and that's benpricecomedy.com to go for .com. more information and to find out about events to watch clips of you doing what you do best one last question regarding the movie Audacity. Yeah. Why should someone go and see this movie? Well, if you like uh, my comedy, you'll get to see that, which um, it's, it's really nice to have that, actually, because it it's a very um, contentious issue. And I, I think it's it's not a coincidence, I believe, that it came out you know, two days before the Supreme Court ruling on same-sex marriage. So it's a very contentious issue. And it's like, how do we as Christians deal with that because it's been one of those ones that, you know, I think either people, they share the truth with hate or they share the, uh, a lie with love. 
and you've got two extremes, whereas this is about the tagline for the movie is love can't stay silent. So it's sharing the truth, but in love, you know, giving a defense for the hope that is in us with gentleness and respect. And it's with compassion. And it's just like, this is so good. The, the way it's, the messages come across, it's not holding back any, uh, not shrinking back any of the full counsel of the gospel. And yet it's done so well that there's no cringe factor to it. And I think that the production is excellent. It's, it's it actually, it's really good. I mean, it's just, you see some movies where they've got a great message, but maybe a low budget, but this is, um, or not necessarily high budget, but it's, it's a high budget standard. It's just, it's fantastic. And I just, uh, I think for anyone who's a, a believer or not, it's just, you've got to see this film. It's just, um, it, it's, it's fantastic. You can go to audacitymovie.com and yep. watch the film. Uh, they have a premiere. They have premieres going on all over the country. Everywhere. I know at my church here in Cincinnati, we're doing a premiere tonight at 7 p.m. And right. I believe up in the Cleveland area for my Cleveland friends, they're, they've actually rented out a movie theater where they're going oh, wow. to show Audacity. Uh, right there oh, on cool. on the big screen. So mm. find out more information about that. Go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash witness radio. And Ben, thank you so much for being on the show. And thank you for being a bold witness for Jesus Christ. Wow. Thank you, mate. No problem. And right back at you. Love what you guys are doing. Until next time, the fields are ripe for the harvest. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and share the gospel. May God bless you. Witness Radio has been brought to you by the Muniac family.